Church. As we all navigate our way through these very difficult days, with so much sickness and upheaval and roaming about, I just want to take some time and share some encouraging scripture this morning from God's Word. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to the book of 1 Peter chapter 1. We're going to read verses 1 through 13. Our discussion today could simply be labeled as the great encourager. In the book of 1 Peter, he is writing a letter to the church to encourage them to press on, reminding them to look past all their trials and their circumstances, to look to the promises that await them, to walk in the joy of knowing where they will spend eternity. So let's go to the scriptures, starting 1 Peter 1. This letter is from Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ. I am writing to God's chosen people who are living as foreigners in the province of Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bethia. God the Father knew you had chose you knew He had chose you long ago, and His Spirit had made you holy. As a result, you have obeyed Him and have been cleansed by the blood of Jesus Christ. May God give you more and more grace and peace. All praise to God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is by His great mercy that we have been born again, because God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Now we live with great expectation, and we have a priceless inheritance, an inheritance that is kept in heaven for you, pure and undefiled, beyond the reach of change and decay. And through your faith, God is protecting you by His power until you receive this salvation which is ready to be revealed on the last day for all to see. So truly be glad. There is a wonderful joy ahead, even though you must endure many trials for a little while. These trials will show that your faith is genuine. It is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold. Though your faith is far more precious than mere gold, so when your faith remains strong through many trials, It will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. You love him even though you have never seen him. Though you do not see him now, you trust him and you rejoice with a glorious, inexpressible joy. The reward for for trusting him will be the salvation of your souls. This salvation was something even the prophets wanted to know more about when they prophesied about this gracious salvation prepared for you. They wondered what time or what situation the Spirit of Christ within them was talking about when he told them in advance about Christ's suffering in his great glory afterward. They were told this message were not for themselves, but for you. And now this good news has been announced to you by those who preached it in the power of the Holy Spirit sent from heaven. It is all so wonderful that the angels are eagerly watching these things happen. So prepare your minds for action. Exercise self-control. Put all your hope in the gracious salvation that will come to you when Jesus Christ is revealed to the world. Now, as we look at the first few verses, Peter is encouraging the believers that, we, that they are God's chosen people and reminds them that they are considered foreigners in the land that they are residing. Now, I want to stop there for just a moment. Peter is telling them that they are foreigners in the land. I want to take this opportunity to remind you as well that those who put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ are also foreigners in this land called the world. This is not your home. You are now a citizen of heaven. 
Philippians 3.20 says, but we are citizens of heaven where, where the Lord Jesus Christ lives and we are eagerly waiting for him to return as our savior. He goes on to say in verse three that it is by God's great mercy that we have been born again because he raised Christ from the dead and that we can now live with great expectation. Think about it. We not only will live with the hope of but in great expectation of the life to come. Verse four, he says, have this, we have this priceless inheritance, an inheritance that is kept in heaven for us, that is pure and undefiled, beyond the reach of change and decay. It is beyond the reach of change and will never pass. Nothing will ever come between us and our inheritance. Look at verse five. I love this verse. He says, through your faith, God is protecting you by his power until you receive this salvation, which is already to be already to be revealed on the last day for all to see. I can walk this earth knowing I have the mighty power of God himself as my protector, watching over me until I reach my eternal home to be with him. How encouraging is that? Now, then we look at verse six. He says, so truly be glad. There is a wonderful joy ahead, even though we must endure many trials for a little while. Now, as we look around us today, it is easy to get discouraged, depressed, and just plain angry sometimes at life. But Peter reminds us that there's this wonderful joy ahead in spite of all of our trials when we put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ. He goes on to say in verse 7 that our trials will show our faith to be genuine. Our trials will reveal our level of faith and trust in Jesus Christ. Jesus already knows where our level of faith is at every stage of our life. It is for our benefit and the benefit of others to see the genuine faith expressed in the way we approach each day, no matter our circumstances. What happens when we, we remain strong in our faith through our trials? Look at the back end of verse seven. It will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. Isn't that encouraging? That our trial in the, our trials in the end will bring us praise, glory, and honor. Now, let's look at the reward we receive for trusting in Christ. It starts in the back end of verse eight. It says, we rejoice with a glorious, inexpressible joy. And then in verse 9, it says, the reward for trusting him will be the salvation of your souls. First, he says we can walk this life with rejoicing, with an inexpressible joy. I take that as a reward, don't you? Then he goes on to say our reward is the salvation of our souls. Now, let's take a moment and let's look at the definition of salvation. It says pres preservation or deliverance from harm, ruin, or loss. Sin causes harm and ruin and loss of our souls. Only Jesus can rescue our souls from the eternal harm of sin. We see an example of this in Luke chapter 16, the story of Lazarus and the rich man. If you haven't read it, I encourage you to do so. Now, now we read on and it talks about the prophets who wanted to know about this thing called salvation. In verse 12, it says, they were told that their message was not for themselves, but for you or us. 
Now this message is being preached in the power of the Holy Spirit sent from heaven. And look at the end of verse 12. I love this. It says, it is all so wonderful that even the angels are eagerly watching these things happen. Think about that. The angels are eagerly watching. So what do we do? Let's look at verse 13. So prepare your minds for action and exercise self-control. Put all your hope in the gracious salvation that will come to you when Jesus Christ is revealed to the world. He says to, one, prepare our minds and take action. Two, exercise self-control. And three, put all our hope in the gracious salvation that will come to us when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. Now, it is my prayer for you today that you would allow these words to encourage you today as they did the Christians in that day and all the days following. This life can be tough at times, and like many of us, we are facing some very difficult times right now. But we need to tread through these long, dark days. We must remind ourselves of the joy to come, understanding the hope we have and the expectation of the rewards that await us for trusting in our Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior in all matter of circumstances. So be encouraged. This is not our home. Our citizenship is in heaven. Let's look to the promises that await us and not get all bogged down in the events of today. Let us be encouraged that we still walk in inexpressible joy in the midst of all the chaos that surrounds us. Amen. Let's pray. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you for the hope we have in you and you alone. Thank you for your great mercy upon us. Thank you for allowing us to be reborn into your family and for the ability to be called citizens of heaven. Thank you for the promises we can look to with confidence each and every day. Lord Jesus, thank you that we have the ability to walk with inexpressible joy in the midst of these difficult days because of the hope we have in you and the joy that lies ahead. It's in the mighty name of Jesus I pray. Amen. Now, thank you for joining us for Let's Talk. Join us again each Monday through Friday. Please visit our webpage at bfcsebring.com for more information about us and our services and watch us live each Sunday morning at 9 a.m. via Facebook Live on BFC Family. Thank you for listening and have a sunshine here.